0: You're listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Hereford. If you would like to find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. Right, good morning. Um, It feels very different to be being up here compared to sitting down there. Um, It's not my most comfortable place to be. I am... write funding applications for a living pretty much and um, I'm much better with the written word than the spoken word so um, I hope this um, talk is um, just an encouragement to you this morning really Um, and I'd say it is a talk rather than a preach as such um, JP but um, yeah um, thank you so much for asking me to share and um, I'd like to share about grace this morning And I've titled it Grace Upon Grace, um, which is in one of the um, verses that I'm going to share with you. But I'm going to start reading um, from Romans 3, verses 21 to 24. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with Him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. Um, So I'm going to share a few thoughts on grace this morning along with my testimony uh, for those who don't know me, um, I first arrived at CLC about seven years ago now, um, but as a family we moved away from Hereford and then came back again um, two years ago and have settled down here. Um, and um, yeah, I want, I want to talk about firstly God's saving grace and this is often defined, this is probably what most of you would have heard of if you've been around in church for some time, is God's unmerited favour. Um, Interestingly, we actually, um, our youngest with um, her middle name is Grace. And um, I was reflecting on this and actually also realised that our older daughter, her first name actually means Grace. So we've got Grace upon Grace in our family. Um, And you're to remind me of that when they're teenagers. Um, So we all most of us probably familiar with that definition. Maybe you think of God's amazing grace um, that according to the famous hymn, saved a wretch like me. But I would also like to explore God's grace as the power that is ongoing at work in our lives. And when I look back, I have seen that grace working in my life through many ups and downs. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in a church where I understood from a young age that Jesus loved me and cared for me and he made a way for me to be right with God. Um, I'm going to read another passage from Romans about how Jesus has done this. It's from Romans 5. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. Um, and then later on, uh, most of the references to grace in the New Testament are from Paul, and there's another in Ephesians 1, which I'll read as well. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. The importance of God's grace was taught to me at a young age, and it is only since then that I've realised many people can be brought up in church And yet have never really grasped the central message of what God has done or what it means for our day-to-day lives. Um, And interestingly, when I was preparing this, I thought, gosh, my story is quite boring. I don't know if you've ever thought that when somebody shares and they say, well, I was brought up in church. And um, it kind of lacks that dramatic you know, moment that some people have, if you haven't been brought up with this and you suddenly discover what Jesus has done, it's quite amazing. And it's so encouraging to hear those stories for someone like me, who's always been in church. But on the other hand, I felt quite challenged and I felt kind of like, that is amazing that to have always known God's love and God's grace from a young age, that really is. And it's really testament to um, my parents and my in-laws who all, and this is a story of God's grace, because all of like both my parents and my husband's parents, I think, Grew up in varying degrees of sort of Christian households, but none of the um, our grandparents really went to church. They sent the children along to Sunday school. I think this was probably quite common at that time. <laughs> it doesn't really happen so much anymore. But through that, four of like my parents and my in-laws, um, you know, came to have a really real, you know, living relationship with Jesus, and um, it, that is a miracle. I think um, so. Praise God for that. Um, so yeah, the importance of God's grace, I knew it from a young age, And but as I grew older, I started to struggle with church, and I wonder if I became quite complacent about God's grace, which I think is certainly possible when you're brought up and you, you hear it a lot. I still had a faith, but I didn't really understand the importance of church, of growing in relationship with God and of sharing that life with other believers. So I went away to university and um, I went to Sheffield University, which is where I met my husband. Um, And it was, um, I believe, God's graciousness that kind of got me there. And um, also, when I first arrived, I just met loads of Christians. There were Christians everywhere. Um, And it wasn't long before I was invited to church and realized it was the right place to be. I needed to be with others to grow in my faith. Um, And I was also ready for a different expression of church and really benefited from the um, students ministry at the church's big big university city there's two large universities there loads and loads of thriving churches and it was a really a time of growth i would say and and growing um in my understanding of god and experience of god i was able to recognize again god's saving grace in my life um i was going to say actually it's a great encouragement to me that a lot of the songs that we've sung this morning really fit in well with with what I've prepared. So um, thank you God for that. And um, particularly the line about, we, we'll never know how much it cost. And to just rediscover that again, it's one of the things that I really love about journeying as a Christian. There's always more, but I think we're always brought back to that central message and it just, we you know, I think we're a challenge when we take it for granted because when you come back to it again, it just it just floors you. Um, I recommitted to God I had to go into the city centre to buy a Bible, which I brought with me. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, proof of which is I always I have my name written in it and the date that I bought it, which was in November 2005. So that tells you how old I am. Um, and so I had gone to university. I hadn't actually packed my Bible. That's the state that I was in when I went. And by November, I remember walking down and buying this Bible. So it means a lot to me. Um, I'm going to expand now and reflect on God's ongoing empowering grace in our lives, reading from John 1. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about before when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. And then um, later on, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 9. For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Now I think both of these verses refer to something more than grace meant in its straightforward, although amazing, sense of saving grace. The first passage in John, where it talks about grace in place of grace already given, is sometimes translated as grace upon grace, which I love, and I—that's um, why I—that's what I called this um, talk. And I thought, oh, it sounds—it sounds quite poetic. But what really does it mean? Um, And that is actually from the original Greek. So I think it's not often translated that way, but that's where it comes from. If you hear that phrase or maybe see it on a Christian poster or something, grace upon grace, that's where it comes from. And it's actually talking about the grace of God's law originally given, and then it's fulfillment in Jesus. Um, And Paul talks about God's grace being with him um, in the second verse that I just read. Um, which is not how we typically think of grace. It's in the Bible, um, so as I've come to understand it, is more wide-ranging than the unmerited favour definition that some of us will be familiar with. Um, I was baptised after my first year at university once I was sure there was no going back. And yet, in many ways, my faith was quite immature. Um, During my 20s, I was very ambitious. um, So I moved away from... Sheffield and um, my husband and I were married, started life together, and I did a postgraduate qualification um, that enabled me to start working in the museum sector. Um, Now I see my interest in history and in museum objects as a God-given part of me. I know, Anne-Marie, you were talking about this last week, how we're all created differently. Um, However, I can see now that my ambitions were becoming too important to me, more important perhaps than anything else. And when I look back, I can see that church, in some ways, was quite separate from my day-to-day life during this period. Um, I believe it was God's graciousness that brought me out of that job so I could be with my husband, who, if you don't know him, um, has a job which means that we have moved house quite frequently and um, also meant that we could have a family. But I found leaving this job incredibly hard. I had a really encouraging boss and I was positioned to become a curator. Um, but it was impossible to stay there and make family life work Um, and it's been a really long process I have to say quite embarrassingly a long process um, (laughs) making peace with that decision Um, and it was drawn to a close literally only a couple of months ago honestly this is completely crazy but it's true Um, it took me a really long time um, to get with what what God had done anyway so we visited this place a couple of months ago and um, I had the chance to go back see my old place of work, it was lovely, um, but I saw it very differently, in fact the um, the gallery had since gone through like a multi-million pound regeneration and I had been feeling quite sore that I hadn't been able to be a part of it because probably would have learnt loads and it would have been very interesting, um, but I had a chat with my old boss and um, I came out and I said to my husband, praise God that I did not work there when we had our family, <laughs> because um, even though it was really brilliant at the time, that was when I had few other commitments, and I could see that the staff had been worked incredibly hard. Um, the director of the museum was a very uncompromising character, and um, it would have actually just been a complete and total nightmare. And I could see it so clearly, and it was God's grace, I believe, that brought me out at the right time. Um, and there are many other examples um, I could share of God's grace in my life, and how He has brought me through and looked after me in some. Um, difficult and um, challenging situations but often for me at least they're only really recognized with with hindsight. Um, That chapter brings me to a really important outworking of God's grace in my life um, through motherhood. For me this has been by far the greatest challenge and yet uh, Jesus has been so gracious and patient with me. Um, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 says God is able to make all grace abound in you So that having all sufficiency in all things at all times you may abound in every good work and here is a picture of grace as a power for right living and obedience and one i particularly like for the joys and challenges of raising children along with um, slightly later on in 2 corinthians 12 verse 9. my grace is sufficient for you my power is made perfect in weakness so for me, being um, a mum is my hardest and most rewarding job, and I need God's daily grace several times, often before breakfast. <laughs> but no matter what the challenge is, he can often work best when we come in our weakness. I found their transition to being home full-time with the children very tough, um, particularly as the first six years of motherhood were combined with very frequent house moves. Um, so for example, when we came to Hereford, um, again two years ago, our then five-year-old was moving into his fifth house and before that um, God was very clear to me that I was to dedicate myself to being at home full-time whilst we could afford to and um, that not only worked well for our family um, but it gave me a bit of margin um, and I don't know if um, there's probably people who have experienced that but it really is I think gives God the space to move quite often. If you're going to a toddler group and you get chatting, someone's going through a tough time, but you can invite them for coffee perhaps later in the week and you can kind of be there in a way that's difficult when everything is, um, you know, every single moment of the day is accounted for. And I know people's lives are getting busier, not just families, people with young children, but everyone um, with work and all the other demands on our time. So it's a challenge and it's a sacrifice. Um, just recently life has been particularly demanding as our third baby was born at a time when my husband was very busy and away a lot and I've had to be more reliant than on other people than I was really comfortable with um, I think Sarah actually gone now I think to a, a children's party but um, I mean she would be the first to say um, she's been there for me in the ups and downs and um, it's really uncomfortable you know that thing um, I was thinking about this when Sarah first started coming around to my house you know when you open the door and you say oh please excuse the mess now often I'll share this with you I often had tidied the whole house and it was actually quite good by our standards but I'd say excuse the mess hoping that Sarah would think that for me that was messy and therefore on a good day it was much better than that does anyone else do that or is it just me? (laughs) Anyway, so Sarah and I are like way beyond that point now. Sarah has come round when I've been at work and cooked dinner for my children um, after school. So we're kind of past that now. (laughs) Um, But you have to let your guard down a bit, don't you? You have to... um, Yeah, so God in his gracious has helped me to lower those barriers. And I'm very grateful for his provision of some amazing family and friends to journey through life with. I will end by saying... Um, that beyond the chance to share a little of my story, I would invite us all to reflect on two things. Firstly, whether we have become a little too relaxed in our appreciation of saving grace. Sometimes this is referred to as cheap grace. God saved me. I don't need to think about sin anymore. And we lose the wonder of the cross. Really, we know that we were bought at a price and God is not looking for a lukewarm response. Secondly, if there's a period of your life that was difficult, I would invite you to ask for God's perspective on that time and to identify when it was His grace that brought you through. And if you're in that time right now, who can you invite to journey alongside you and to help you to invite God into your situation um, in the middle of the storm as we were singing about? Maybe um, we need to lower our defenses and to be more real than we feel comfortable with in order to allow God's grace and power to meet us in our time of need. Um thank you very much.